It's Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty from the Armstrong and Getty Show. There are some really good people, our injured military men and women, who really need our help. Our Warrior Foundation Freedom Station fundraiser aims to do that. Please go to armstrongandgettyradio.com to make a donation right now. Putin announced he's going to run for re-election. Yeah. Then this afternoon he announced he'd won. So. And we were talking about that yesterday. I don't know who that's for, right. but all dictators have always done it. So, uh, you know, they must feel like it's got a value. Uh, Saddam Hussein, uh, his last election before we pulled his head off, um, Got 100% of the vote. He must have thought there was some value in that. Hillary should have hired his campaign director. Really effective. You know, there is a certain percentage of the population that refers to these people as the president and talks about them being, you know, democratically elected. Why, I don't know. Is it, I guess, you know, it it occurs to me from the hazy past, having learned about these things uh, theoretically, I think part of it is that sends the message you must say that within that society. Nobody can say they're a dictator. Nobody can say they weren't legitimately elected because mm. they went through the motions. Hey, you know, that's probably a benefit, yeah. If if your citizens are walking around calling you president mm-hmm. and, and talking about an election, right. there's a benefit to that. Yeah, and that's the only lawful and they, keep your head attached to your body way to refer to it. Yeah. And you have to have conversations where you pretend to take it seriously or your neighbors squeal on you. Right. And you end up, uh, yeah, making big rocks and little rocks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're that lucky. So we're lucky to live in America where we don't have to deal with that sort of thing yet. Until Donald Trump changes it. But um, <laughs> uh, we're raising money this week for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, one, one of the great causes in America. And the more you, you, you learn about it, the more you're going to want to donate. Um, but th- this is a little thing we're going to do while we're telling you a little bit about it. Sean, are you at the website, armstrongandgettyradio.com? Yes. He is going to start right now, and we're going to see how long it takes him to donate, just to, just, as a, just to show you how quick and easy it is. If you're not familiar with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and man, if, when you meet the guys they're helping, oh my God, it'll melt the coldest heart. But they're assisting four main groups of warriors, seriously injured, returning home from war, or terrible training accidents, because, man, we have a lot of people hurt these days training, with immediate medical and emotional needs. Those suffering from post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, those undergoing physical or occupational therapy, which can be grueling and painful and long and soul-draining and the rest of it, and transitioning warriors who've been medically retired, and now they're trying to make it as civilians. Those are the four groups that... We're helping with Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and Freedom Station is a unique transitional housing facility where the injured warriors get the time, the guidance, the resources, the camaraderie, so they can make that transition and not end up homeless, suicidal, or dead, or what have you. I'm telling you, you meet the guys, and and you see that lives are being saved. But everybody's a volunteer, and they spend almost no money on fun- no money on fundraising. I mean, it's an incredibly efficient place. But they they serve these guys, they save these lives from your donations. Period. 
And if you believe anything we say, it is you should believe that we are really into making sure charities are careful with their money before we ask you to give. And I'm done. And Sean's already done. That's wow. how long it takes you to donate uh, to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station at armstrongandgettyradio.com. I was in on the Bernie Sanders plan. $27. Awesome. Nice. That's fine. There That's fine. In memory of Bernie Sanders. Is $27. Defying the odds, I'm told Bernie Sanders is still with us. Uh, if you, uh, if times are tight, but you, you understand the sacrifice military uh, families make, and you got $10 you can give. Thank you. That's fabulous. That $10 is great. Or right, if you got 20, 50, 100, 500, 1,000, now, I know there are whales out there. Let me let me cock my ear. Are there are whales out there? Where? <laughs> there they are. Oh, jeez. There they are. <laughs> you made uh, a buttload of money on some. That one just breached. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, breach surface long enough. You know, if you're some I- I- internet zillionaire... You're one of the many lawyers listening. You're, uh, you know, a business person. You're one of our sponsors. Y'all got money. Let's see some big fat donations to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. And then uh, go milk your calf, which it sounds like it needs a little uh, little feed and a little sustenance. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com, armstrongandgettyradio.com. I love whales. The fascinating whale. Some of my favorite experiences in life, whale watching. Amazing. Whales don't smell good. Did you know that about whales? I did not. They smell terrible. Mm. Well, they smell like they live in the sea and and never get, like, uh, scrubbed. The only thing I learned from reading Moby Dick is that when they they go to sleep, they call it turning flukes. (laughs) So I often say that at night. Well, time to turn flukes. (laughs) That's great. I love that. Um, We should do an update. Drum roll, please. This is where we are. We gotta you gotta know where you are if you want to know where you're going or something well like that. Well said. One hundred forty-six. Uh, I don't know that that's true, but thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, I said dollars too early again. One hundred forty-six thousand two hundred sixty-one dollars. <laughs> okay, so we're nearing fifty k. Can we get one hundred fifty k? Surely, we, well, that's just like thirty-five hundred dollars. What what do we want by the end of the hour? Well, by the end of tomorrow at 10 o'clock, we want to be at 300. Yeah, I'm starting to worry. Yeah, I am too. I thought uh, two days ago, I thought it's going to be easy. I'm now starting to think it's going to be pretty hard. You know what we need? Or or we need hundreds and hundreds of people kicking in 20 bucks. That's the easier way to do it, yeah. You may have noticed this show is free. Of course, you got to put up with the commercials. We get that. But all of our fine sponsors are... Are nice people offering you bargains and and, and, and and values galore. So I like the podcaster challenge. Ten dollars for every hour that you steal per day. So if you're a four hour stealer, you donate forty dollars. Of course, you won't hear this until the future when you're listening to the podcast. Also, keep in mind holidays t- money can be tight. There, you don't have a, a large chunk to put in now. Maybe you can set up a recurring payment. They have the the option to set up maybe a ten dollar payment for the rest of the year. There you Boom, go. There you go. Love That's it. Thing. Good idea. Yeah. So anyway, thanks uh, very much for doing the right thing and, and contributing. And again, I, I wish somehow I, we could do a Vulcan mind meld and I could take you um, with us on our past experiences, meeting a lot of the guys and seeing what's happening, happening at Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. And it's the whole, you know, God, if you can save one human life and, and they're saving a lot of them uh, and enriching a lot of them there. So give what you can. Um, we all knew this would happen. Uh, and they, the sports world isn't, hasn't figured out how to deal with it yet, including the Olympics. 
I don't know if there's any in the Winter Olympics that are going to, uh, uh, you know, bring up this subject. Transgenders competing in sports. A transgender weightlifter causes backlash after historic win. Again. This um, <laughs> person was a, a fella four year, up until four years ago. Then got into women's weightlifting as a woman. Having gotten the operation, I guess. Um, and now is uh, really good. 39-year-old, so not even young, but... You can't be an athlete professionally or the Olympics if you're male to female transgender. You just can't. Well, remember It's the, as simple as that. Remember the community college basketball team in California we talked about? That, right. that like, 40-year-old dude right. well, was a dude. Started like playing six on five big. Yeah, he's just dominating all the girls' basketball players because he has a forty-year-old thought. You know what? It'd be fun. Yeah. Well, maybe he didn't think that. Maybe. Well, he just... no, he's le- probably legitimately transgender and really loved playing basketball and, went, and had some eligibility left and went back to JUCO and wanted to be on the basketball and team. whooped woman ass. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Really admirable. Look, you can't. You want to, but you can't. Nothing meant more to me, well, except for my girlfriends were cute, um, than striking guys out all through my teenage years. I lived to pitch in baseball, and then I hurt my arm, and I couldn't pitch anymore. And I, well, I couldn't pitch effectively. And I cried, and I went through depression, and I had to decide what my priorities were anew, probably for the better. I didn't get to be a pitcher, and I moved on with my life. If you're some big hulking dude, I don't care what your current... Well, a former dude, you now identify as a woman. Maybe you've had the transition, blah, blah, blah. Merely measuring your testosterone or going through these protocols does not render it any less ridiculous. That And that headline you mentioned about the weightlifting competition, that's like the sixth time I've heard that headline because over the last several years, because that's like the sixth time a transgender woman now has just obliterated the competition there was the it's laughable do not let your ideology blind you to the obvious that person deserves full recognition respect and human rights 100 percent. but they don't get to be a pro athlete and what about the sanctity of women's weightlifting amateur women's weightlifting that was dryly delicious like a excellent cabernet sauvignon yes sean one more comment the one that i remembered most recently was the 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 wrestler the high school wrestler who oh, was yeah. going through the trend was a oh. was a boy and won the state championship crushed what crushed all the gals than she ran else. into she ran into yeah. please it's just come on everybody that's not hate that's not denying people their human rights well and letting letting former dudes dominate women's sports is not helping out anybody who's that helping out the individual. And listen, I'm an individualist. I'm a libertarian. I'm kind of wacky on that account. I'm I'm out there a little bit. There are times, though, that the individual can't just do what they want because it satisfies them to the detriment of many, many other people. A direct, demonstrable detriment. The triple D, if you will. Um, of, of crushing all these girls, of, of, of beating them physically. For well, that's the you know that's she identifies as a woman now, so it's her right. Well, what about the rights of the other girls? Caitlyn Jenner was the greatest male athlete on earth. Should have come back in like eight years and been the greatest female athlete on earth. Sure, to win both gold medals. Sure, that would have been great. 
Anyway, they got to figure that out. Yeah. We've got Sean's stories he won't be covering. Uh, we're also going to talk to somebody who's benefited from Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station, and these stories are amazing, and uh, what a great cause. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Al Franken is going to make an announcement. Is he going to resign under pressure from all his colleagues in about an hour and a half? We'll cover it live. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. at some point not now but a whistleblower yesterday came out michael flynn trump's former national security advisor sitting there in the audience with me at the inauguration oh yeah. as trump moments after trump officially becomes president he texts somebody we're gonna get rid of the russian sanctions business is on more or less yeah, i'm paraphrasing sort of deal yeah yeah Big some deal. deal that he had been involved in the, the past yeah, yeah. and it's um, a go yeah, and so uh, a lot of people are saying, okay, this is a uh, th- this is this is evidence that the Trump administration was doing financial deals with Russia, and that's why bl- I, I don't know what'll come out of that. I- I'll tell you what, this certainly is going to come out of this, and maybe m- will be the only thing that comes out of it. I don't know. Is that Flynn was in it for the money? He thought he was going to get rich off being in the Trump administration. Yes, I now, think he's probably crooked. <laughs> yes. Well, he is. Uh, yeah, clearly. Yeah. He's uh, he's already admitted guilt to something. So, but eh, yeah, uh, yeah, making a false statement. Uh, who among us has not made a false statement? And lobbying for companies without reporting it, but everybody says nobody reports that stuff, which makes you wonder about the laws because the rules aren't for the government, Jack. But uh, yeah, it would certainly look like, at the very least, he thought I'm going to get rich off of being in the Trump administration. And he was smart enough, apparently, to not text somebody until the moment Trump was president. In case of what? Well, because you're you're you know you're violating something by uh, having those sorts of conversations before he's president. Interesting. In theory, interesting. I don't want to get hung up on it, but um, this whistleblower. There are a lot of whistles been blown lately, and it turns mm-hmm. out fake. So well, we'll find out. Yeah, we will indeed. We'll find out. But if at the end of it, we find out Flynn thought he was going to become a gazillionaire in the Trump administration, and that's the whole story, it wouldn't yeah. surprise me. No. And that's a decent story right there. Not Your the national least. security advisor was in it for the money? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That is rough. You know, especially, you know, and you will hear Democrats point this out. How but- about texting people in the crowd? Well, and I saw a picture of him apparently texting, too. They've got, like, a blow-up, a zoom-in, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I, yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, the Donald claims he's great at hiring people. I'm not so sure. But, you know, we'll find out. It will out. Who knows? We may have peace in the Middle East, 4% annual growth, North Korea uh, as the 51st state, and, 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 and you know, all sorts of uh, peace and glory going on by the end of Trump's first term. I don't know. I hope that is the case. Eh, I got some issues with the guy, but we'll see. Now, those are stories we will be covering. These are stories we won't be covering with Positive Sean. Sean, what's your first headline? Well, I love this story. You guys remember Kim Davis from about two years ago? Kim Davis, the Arizona county clerk who refused to sign the paperwork for a man to get married. Uh, this was a for what reason? Was he a gay fellow? Uh, uh, yes, yes, he was a gay. Yes, a, okay. uh, a gay man tried to get married. Uh, she would not 
signed. And, and I'm sorry, what state was she in? Uh, Arizona. Okay. And uh, she, she. Is that you sure? Sure, that's not the Texas woman. Or, or is there been Arkansas, more than one? South Carolina. Mississippi? Uh, I may get my. I may and, have and my Whatever. She's one wrong. of the heroes of the "I'm standing up to gay marriage" crowd. Right. So uh, right. she she went to jail for a little bit. She mm-hmm. she has uh, held on to her position, but she has a new opponent in next year's uh, oh, yeah. runoff. You're right, this Arizona. Is, I remember that story. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, an yeah, yeah. elected position. She has a new opponent, the very same man who she did not sign the paperwork for. No. David Ermold, 43, said he is running to uh, he will run for the clerk seat to restore professional leadership, fairness, and responsibility to the clerk's office, and it all uh, and it led to this beautiful little interaction. Now. Where might one file the paperwork required no! to get that position? Yeah. You do it with Kim Davis, the wow. county clerk. Wow. So she is sitting there watching the man that she didn't sign the marriage yeah. paperwork for fill out the forms to run against her. I thought that That's was serendipitous that and beautiful. Funny, yeah. And uh, don't talk about it. Be about it, people. Action. Yeah. Be, be normal. Vote normal. That's what I have as my campaign yeah. slogan. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So a lot of people who have trouble with gay marriage thought she was a hero. And then people who like gay marriage and people who believe in rule of law had had a problem with individual low-level government employees deciding what forms you're going to hand out or not. Yeah, that's my only objection. I, <laughs> I, mean, I just believe the government officials have to follow the laws that the people have passed or the yeah. judges have decided, even when you don't like them. Or now, pay the price, which she did. She went to jail. Kim Kardashian recently launched a new line of perfumes, but something stinks, according to those in Australia. <laughs> The line has been a worldwide smash, but there is a problem. Customers in Australia, New Zealand, and other countries have plunked down the cash but still don't have the perfume. Ah. TMZ has learned that the perfume is considered a flammable hazardous material because of its alcohol content and can't be shipped by FedEx and other, car- uh, other carriers. Overseas customers have been complaining about uh, there was no warning on Kim's site that there would be blackout zones. So there are a bunch of people around the world who want to smell like Kim Kardashian All right. who can't do it. Here's Woe a is tip. Them. Here's a tip. Go down to a Walgreens with your $15 bill. Buy something off the shelves. It'll be everybody's good. It'll be fine. Yeah, please. I'm sorry. They found what in Jesus's where? A wooden statue of Jesus <laughs> on the cross hanging in the church of Santa Agueda, Spain was in need of a little fixing up. And according to the National Geographic, a team of preservationists were lifting the statue onto a workbench when they realized something was inside it. The team discovered the buttocks portion of the statue was removable and concealed a document signed in 1777 by Joaquin Minguez, the chaplain of the cathedral of the time. It's like uh, a time capsule in the Jesus' statue's butt. Exactly. Wow. Over both sides of the two pages of paper, Minguez described life in Spain in the late 1700s. Wow. He talks about harvesting wheat, rye, barley, oats, and discusses the region's wine production. He names uh, malaria and typhoid fever as dangerous afflictions and notes that the entertainment is provided by cards, ball, bald, bar, and other puerile games. I don't know what puerile means. He mentions the Spanish Inquisition and King Carlos III. Even uh, the document even names popular bullfighters of the of the time. It has been archived for preservation, but a copy has been restored right, to the uh, statue. Now you take this and you put it in Jesus' bottom. And those, what, uh, Monsignor, what do you say? I say you you take this, you roll it up, but you put it in Jesus' bottom, right up there. Those are the stories we won't be covering. Yeah, they found some really old bones that they uh, released yesterday too. Did you uh, to hear that story? Whom? To the world. Oh, I see. Um, no, the old bones. Whose bones? Uh, a, a human ancestor, way older than anything they'd ever found. Mm. Almost a complete skeleton. Pretty interesting. I'll tell you right. about that later. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Southern California wildfires being driven by hurricane force winds. 
Senator Al Franken still wrestling with the decision to resign, and a year-end listicle, most popular dog names for 2017. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Number one, Muhammad. <laughs> you know. Number two, Muhammad spelled slightly different. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> and um, and a great guest to tell us about Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, and it's going to make you want to give if you haven't yet. Yeah. Oh, and I have a major dog update myself if we have time. Oh. But uh, we'll see. Website is armstrongandgettyradio.com. we got Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Jack mentioned was disqualified, says this texter. Mm. It seems the hand bones were found clutching the younger female butt bones of a <laughs> different skeleton. Sad. Ah, that's brilliant. Well well played, my friend. Yeah, they found a, a human relative much older than uh, anything they'd ever found by like a million and a half years. Oh. And uh, and uh, we'll talk about that later. So. Can we make our announcement of, of our need, our moment of need, just yeah. very briefly? Yeah. yeah, this is kind of, well, yeah. I don't want to get too far into it, but but Jack was supposed to bring his violin today. Right. And, and forgot. Yes. Uh, is there anybody who has a rough idea where the radio ranch is can bring us a violin? You know, to be perfect is the sort of person that keeps a violin in their trunk for emergency. Right. And you're already <laughs> out driving. That would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one right. time, one time I did mention I hadn't had a flu shot, and some nurse who had vaccine and needles in her car, <laughs> quote unquote nurse, nurse yeah, stopped right. by the station and gave yeah. me a shot. Yes, I took a shot from a random listener <laughs> claiming to be a nurse. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> exactly. I got so, cancer two years later. All right. So should they uh, call uh, Hanson Anson Panson or what? Sure. Uh, if they, yeah. All right. If you have a violin, you can get to us. Call one eight six six. Three three one talk in tune would be awesome. Eh, we're not now you're bringing eight six six three three one talk. Don't bring one by that's worth like thirty thousand oh, dollars or something Lord. though. Yeah, quality is uh, irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't have to sound great as long as it has most of the strings. It's I mean, we're very, looking for very little. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> we'll explain why. Uh, we're raising money for a good cause. Stay tuned. Right now, news with Marsha Phillips. Winds pushing four major wildfires in Southern California. Winds so strong, the color-coded system showing the expected strength of the winds has pushed past red, which means high, into purple, which means extreme. So the fire danger is purple? No, the, the wind, wind power. Wow, well, okay. In fact, they, well, the state fire... I didn't even know there was a purple. Well, I don't... See, if nobody's familiar with that scale, though, that's not that amazing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just say how fast they are. I don't yeah. know. I've, I've looked at the map a lot right. with wind, because I live in oh, a windy area. So you are familiar and with it. And every once in a while, okay. you see the red and think, oh, right. my God, it's going to be windy. I've right. never seen purple. No. I just... didn't even know that was on there. This is unprecedented. The state fire director says like purple... Your blood pressure checked, and it's a right. 9,000 over 700. <laughs> what? I didn't know that was a possibility. Uh, the state fire director says purple means winds could blow at 80 miles an hour. Oh, a yeah, speed that's why we've never seen hurricane it. strength. Wow. Yes. So so both the, 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 the crazy record-setting fires in Northern California and now these in Southern California are because of the in- insane wind that you just don't have. Yes. Well, and the super heavy vegetation yes. after all the rainfall right. last year and just, you know, a number of factors. 
Now, a lot of people are trying to push the fact that it's global warming, global warming. Look at the hurricanes. Look at the fires. You know, we had a, like a 10-year lull from hurricanes, and nobody was talking about that. So let's all just put out the fires and, and settle down. In battle, Senator Al Frank is going to be speaking on the floor of the Senate at about 845 West Coast time. The Minnesota Democrats going to be talking about his future in office as accusations of sexual misconduct pile up against him. Dozens of his Democratic colleagues have called for him to step down. That includes New York Senator and fellow Democrat Kirsten Gillibrand. I do not feel that he should continue to serve. Everyone will make their own judgment. Uh, I hope they do make their own judgment. Now, yeah, cool. A lot of people are calling her an opportunist. Um, because up until fairly recently, she would pose for pictures with Bill Clinton, for instance, and say, so proud to be be on Bill Clinton's side or Hillary Clinton's side right. or whatever, and now calls him a sexual predator. Right. She was the world's biggest Bill Clinton fan when it could help her. I have a counter-argument to that narrative. I think it's probably true. I've got an uh, argument. Well, listen, I'll just say it very briefly. We'll talk about it more yeah. later. But she couldn't do any good by standing up against sexual harassment two years ago because nobody was listening for whatever reason now she can so she's doing it now so she's not the hero she could have been but it's not purely opportunism i'm not sure i buy that explanation but it's not completely nuts According, I mean, it, look at all the women who are now coming out. Right. And because all the, they've got a little tailwind and they're not going to, like, jettison their career and be held up as liars or idiots now. Yeah, it's more convenient, but I kind of get it. And, yeah, and, and I've got a little bit of the, uh, you know what? We shouldn't put up with that as a society that I didn't have two months ago. Yeah. According to some of Franken's family and some of his staffers, he is still struggling with whether or not to resign. So the last number I heard is 38 yes. Democratic senators. There's only 48. So th- that includes uh, you know men and women. So almost all the senators in your party say you've got to go. I don't know if you can serve in that circumstance. Can you? It'd be a little weird. Um, not, not, I was talking about this with my wife last night. I said, you know, see, you know, you got a guy who was elected. Um, they didn't know this at the time. Right. But he was elected by the people of Minnesota. It should be up to them to boot him out, I think. And he's got an anonymous accuser came forward yesterday, says he tried to kiss her. Is that enough to boot him? My wife said, that's a sexual assault. You try to kiss somebody, you try to do something sexual to somebody who doesn't want it, that's a sexual assault. Allegedly, which is why it goes to yeah, the ethics the problem, committee right. and law enforcement, as opposed to, you know, howling mob justice. And I can't stand Al Franken. Um... I, I just think we really need to take our time. You if know, anonymous, uh, double-digit years-old claims can boot you out of the Senate, we're right. going to have a weird situation. Well, going we're going to have senators booted out on a weekly basis. And, you know, the other thing is, you have, I don't know, a third, a third, a third, maybe, of the people who want him to go. Basing that on righteous indignation, they can't stand what he did. You've got at least a third, and probably this includes that previous group, too, who think, you know, we're going to murder Roy Moore. So we need old Pervo Al out of the way. It's just good politics. To show that we don't put up with that sort of thing. Right, exactly. Otherwise, we'll be branded hypocrites, which will be accurate. Um, And another third just can't stand Al Franken because he's a real jackass and not popular and really mean to his staff and the rest of it, according to you know a lot of people on the Hill. Well, in about an hour, we're going to listen to him uh, say what he's going to say. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. I am excited. 
We're going to talk to Sarah Westwood coming up next. We like her from the Washington Examiner. We've had her on the show for years. We'll just talk to her about what's going on in the news. Um, maybe she knows about the president's teeth. We'll play that clip again if you haven't heard it. Yeah. The whole one. Does the president, like George Washington before him, have wooden teeth? That is the question today. Do you have a source? And do you have a, I call the fiddle, you may call it a violin. You could bring by the radio station. Jack puts the vial back in violin. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, funny. Uh, that's what I was going for. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I didn't want you to tune out and not catch the thing. Listen to his, even if you don't care about the content of what he's saying, listen to his speaking style here. So today, let us rededicate ourselves to a path of mutual understanding and respect. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. And finally, I ask the leaders of the region, political and religious, Israeli and Palestinian, Jewish and Christian and Muslim, to join us in the noble quest for lasting peace. Thank you. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the Palestinians. And God bless the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very, very bertacious. (laughs) It sounds like he may have had uh, dental work yeah, moving. Yeah, that's what or I think something. it was. Yeah, because he seemed yeah. to be all right. We yeah. decided we'd talk to somebody who was there and can report on the the president's teeth, or they're, maybe more important things. They're calling it denture gate. Sarah Westwood, <laughs> uh, Washington. I'm sorry, the White House correspondent for the Washington Examiner joins us. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Were you in the room when the president's uh, the, the speech uh, failed him? I was not. They did not. Uh, it was not open press. They just brought in the pool. What is your reporting reported. telling us today about the president's slurred speech? You know, it's inconclusive in terms of his teeth. <laughs> but uh, if you notice, when he's making a lot of these very complicated diplomatic speeches, his cadence does slow down. That's not always unusual. Maybe not that much, but well, yeah, it's but a different rhythm. He's slurring like a drunk. Yeah, he, his teeth came loose or something. Yeah. He has dentures, so he's an old man with dentures. That's not surprising. Well, no, indeed. Um, okay, um, I'm not. I don't. I'm not afraid that he like Woodrow Wilson like is you know uh, lying in bed uh, uncommunicative as we speak or something like that. Right, which is a real deal look it up hey by the way i saw you on fox news i think it was the day after uh, thanksgiving on brett bear's show on the round you were fantastic oh thank you i appreciate yeah. that yeah you were really really good i actually thought you were the standout of the panel that i'd day. be so nervous i'd just babble and slur my words like the president and the mm-hmm. rest of it but so let's talk about the uh the Mueller investigation um a fair amount of attention being paid to uh the agent who was fired from his top post for showing what seemed to be anti-Trump bias. Uh, what are you reporting? What have you learned? Well, we are learning that this one agent uh, was removed by Mueller over the summer because he was sending his colleagues purportedly anti-Trump messages. We're learning that this same uh 
agent also played a leading role in the Hillary Clinton email investigation that he was the agent who intervened to soften the language in the statement that James Comey ultimately gave about Hillary Clinton being extremely careless with her email server. So that sort of validates a lot of criticisms that I think Republicans have had over the many months since the email investigation concluded that it wasn't thoroughly looked into because there was some bias and that potentially the Mueller probe is being looked into even more aggressively than it should be because of existing political bias. So this is the last thing I think that the Mueller team really needed at a moment when it's trying to leverage its credibility into bringing actual criminal cases now. And the same guy, what's his name? Plots or shots or snots or what's it? I can't pronounce it. It's a, it's a, it's a T and an R and a Z. It's like three. Con- oh, it's just, str- it's just struck. The uh, people from go. that part of the world like their uh, silent letters. Nobody knows why. But anyway, <laughs> he was also the guy who signed off on the FBI um, investigating the Russian dossier and f- beginning to finance this Peter Steele character um, and uh, or Steele, whatever his name is, uh, in the Russian dossier, which is really, really weird. Now, I will grant you, if he's the head of counterintelligence at the FBI, he is going to be involved in a lot of this stuff, and that's legitimate. It is kind of funny, though, that he was involved at every single step of the way that went against Trump for Hillary, et cetera, et cetera. And then when it came out that he had sent those uh, those anti-Trump and reputedly pro-Hillary uh, texts to his lover, he was dismissed as lead guy on the investigation and sent to the Office of Personnel, not anti-gangs, not counterterrorism, not, you know, uh, white-collar crime, one of the many important things the FBI does. This is a top guy. They sent him to the swampiest backwater of the FBI. So you're, He's checking time cards now. So your sense is it was a punishment? Something is going on. Huh. Well, I'm sure. I mean, look at the political ramifications of what's happening right now. This is kind of a worst case scenario for Bowler that they he, they have worked so hard to maintain this perception that they have these unimpeachable objectivity. And now you have it coming out that someone who was deeply involved in two different investigations that were perceived as being biased against Trump uh is actually verifiably anti-Trump. That's a huge, huge problem for the Mueller team. And so it's not surprising then that this guy is is facing some sort of punishment and he might face further discipline too. Well, the Strzok guy, I mean, I mean, we're all on the outside concerned about the investigation and the president, the Russians, as we should be. But for his own personal life, all of a sudden, did he have a wife that found out he has a mistress he'd sent 10,000 texts to? 10,000 texts have been turned over. Wow. Is that correct? Right. They're still sifting through them to see if there's further evidence of bias. That's why I say we could see more punishment levied if those texts reveal any more impropriety. Oh, yeah. There, there, there might be more. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm not... It's funny. I'm, I'm a skeptic. I, I want uh, scrutiny at all levels of government all the time. But, you know, if this narrative builds that there's no way the Mueller investigation is on the up and up, they'll come out with what they come up with. And, and nobody, well, half the country or a third of the country will believe it. third of the country will discount it completely and state with certainty it's fake. And half the country won't or a third of the country won't know what to think. Yeah, that's and not where are we? Yeah. But, and, and is it can an FBI agent not say to his lover? I mean, that's about the closest person to you in your life. I think the president's an idiot. You can't do that. Because that's basically what you're doing when you're texting somebody. 
Right. We, and so that's that's why we don't know the whole story, right? But it yeah. does. I mean, if he's texting somebody very close to him about it, it's clearly something that's on his mind, which is then clearly affecting his work, even if he uh, doesn't mean to. So it's still a problem. <laughs> but the poor guy. He's not, you know, announcing it from a street corner. Yeah, but getting back to his personal life, you know, you got, you got, you're having an affair. I don't know. Maybe he's got an awful marriage or, or who knows what. Maybe his Maybe the old lady's out on the town. Yeah, who knows? Him. I don't right. know the story, but obviously it's something he wanted to keep quiet and you're texting your your lover uh, you know a lot and then all of a sudden 10,000 of those texts are now in the hands of government officials yeah. and they will probably all come out because everything comes out in the modern world yeah jeez that's crazy well the other issue here sarah and i know you've been covering this as well is that the fact is is that congress became aware of this a long time ago and has been demanding documents that according to absolutely everybody who i have heard s- says that in their oversight capacity they're entitled to get and the fbi has stonewalled them completely and Mueller only dismissed this guy when it was all about to come out in the media so you know if it was merely a perception problem this guy was a straight shooter um and above all reproach well then i think it would have come out earlier so Things are a little ugly. Sarah Westwood of the Washington Examiner, White House correspondent. Keep your eye on the president's teeth. This is big. Will do. Thanks. It it could be your Pulitzer, Sarah. I wish we had more time. Let's talk again soon. Thanks a million. She is so good. Oh, yeah. Charming young woman. Very smart. See, she goes along with the teeth thing as a gag, but she doesn't really dignify it with a response. She's rolling her eyes. You can hear it. Yeah, that's professionalism is what that is. Yeah, that guy texted his lover ten thousand times, and now they're in the you know the public arena. Yeah, how was it for her? That's what I want to learn. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.